0: episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit TheatreInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. She is a woman on the go and now she's here on Block Talk. You may have seen her roaming around Brooklyn or interviewing complete strangers for WFAG and today we're going to learn all about the illustrious Brenda. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm good. It's um, October and it's like a thousand degrees out. Yeah. It's solidly like 90 degrees here. Global warming. <laughs> not a thing apparently. I love those noxious gases. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. So welcome to October. Um, how how's, Are you a fall person?
1: I am. Yeah. No, I'm ready for sweater weather. I'm not. No?
0: I boycott the fall, and I will wear my flip-flops until the first snow. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I just don't like
1: it. I, I, as long as your toes are painted.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've never done that. So maybe, maybe, maybe this will be this season. I'll do spoopy looks. I'll do, um, like, ghosts on all my toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, okay, for, first off, um, you are very well-known for your um, Instagram and your content on your Instagram because it's quite hilarious all the time. Thank you. Um, reclaiming the blocks? Uh, reclaiming the blocks, okay. Of so uh, Midtown, because uh-huh. Midtown gets such a
1: bad rap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, for context, um, <laughs> I was talking about because I feel like Midtown is like the Bermuda Triangle of the city. That it's just like you never hear any like cool stories from people who are. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the block of blocks between 14th and 42nd. Um, You're reclaiming them. Trying to. I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. what's good about Midtown. I've been <laughs> trying to reclaim Block Island, but that hasn't been working out. So I love Block Island. I've never been. Oh my god. You would think well I'd so you my you, own should, island, you can't right? reclaim it if you haven't right? been there. Well, it's my name. They stole it. It's I like, don't think it needs reclaiming because it's already in good like it's in good speaking, good oh, it's on good terms. They there's no there's a, no problem. They need at a drag
0: it. competition, that's what they're missing. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So let's learn a
1: little bit about you. Where are you from? I'm from Jersey. Jersey mm-hmm. specifically. Uh Glen Rock, Bergen County. Oh, I know Glenrock, uh, Rock, Bergen County yeah. very well.
0: Right across the bridge. I am from
1: Mawa. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Bergen County, and then there's the rest.
0: Yes, that's very, very true. Um, you're you're a couple uh, train stops away from me. Yeah. Uh, which which uh, line I'm would on you use? Both
1: lines. Oh, you I'm can on do Bergen both. or Maine. Wow, I know. lucky
0: you. I'm a privileged bitch. <laughs> which one do you prefer? Um, I feel like the Bergen line. I think better. the Bergen
1: line's better. Yeah,
0: yeah. So much better. It's a little faster. More scenic. Let's, yeah. <laughs> So what was it like growing up in Glen Rock, New Jersey?
1: Um, Well, actually, an an, an amendum to that is, addendum, addendum to that is, uh, so I was born in Connecticut, lived in Connecticut for a couple years, lived in Albany, New York for a couple years, then we moved to Jersey, Mm -hmm. but I grew up, quote unquote, in Jersey. Um, It was great, you know, white suburbia, Mm -hmm. Um, quiet, quiet quiet-ish street, Uh, went to public school the whole time, was like a total theater brat, and then I went to a performing arts high school, Okay. Um, in Hackensack. And that's, I think, where I kind of filmed. The
0: Academies? The
1: Academies. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. What was it like going to a performing arts school?
1: Um, a lot of work. I loved it. Um, it's a little different because it's not like solely a performing arts school. Like you kind of pick a, an academy. You pick up a, right. a, a, a major or whatever. Um, and you have all your regular course with And for those who
0: don't know the Bergen Academies, this is basically the place for the smart kids um yeah mm-hmm. like if you were like in the top of your class in middle school you decided i'm not going to the main school i'm going I'm to the, the academies,
1: academies. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah you know uh private education publicly yeah. funded magnet school yep that's what it was uh, which christy hated um and yeah it was a lot of work um long days um and i think partially the academies like fostered my love for theater and performing, but it also made me not want to do theater or performing in college, mm-hmm. um, and I so th- I think I kind of got a little saturated with it, so I decided to do journalism and film in college. Nice, and where did you go? I went to Syracuse. Oh,
0: Syracuse.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh,
0: go orange.
1: I, you know what, I, like, wasn't crazy about Syracuse, but it was good... Exposure, experience, network. I mean, and blah, it's a blah, top-notch blah, blah, blah. Uh, journalism school too.
0: Yeah, and one of the best in the country.
1: It was. It was. Oh, it was. Oh, I'm saying yes. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, I finished early. I kind of like got it and got out and did the thing. I think also because I realized I was like, okay, I'm flexing these muscles of something different than performing, um, and I'm glad I tried it, but I want to go back. <laughs> so.
0: You're from the area. You go up to Syracuse, and then you're drawn back to New York.
1: Well, actually, I after I finished immediately after I finished school, I went out and was working in California. They mm-hmm. do like a, you can take classes out there, and then I was also working out there for a film studio, and a, I'm working in like publicity, and it was very office-y, It was very corporate. You know, it's like you're in a creative office, but you're not actually doing anything creative. Um, so yeah, I really hated it. I liked Los Angeles, I wouldn't have wanted it to be my home base, hopefully one day I'll get back there for work. Um, And so, I knew I was going to get back to New York, I knew I was going to get back into performing, before I did that, I decided, um, why the hell not, because I already speak French, so I moved to France and taught English for a year, um, down south, and then I moved back to New York last year. Nice. From France.
0: What is it about New York that keeps us here?
1: Um, I think everyone loves to hate it, mm-hmm. um, but I think that there isn't opportunities like what's afforded here anywhere else. I agree. So when did drag enter your life? In college, um, I so I didn't see I really didn't see any drag in high school. I like was going into the city to see theater, not drag. Um, but when I got into college, I saw some of my first drag queens, and I also started drag as like a little quartet with a few friends and I, um, the group called itself the Vaginasty. Mm-hmm, okay, naturally. Um, right, obviously, very obvious choice, um, and it was all, like, old women names starting with G, so it was Gail, Gloria, Gladys, and I was Gertie. Of and we'd course. And we do, like, house parties, and we, it was totally busted drag, um, you know, like, theater events on campus, X, Y, Z.
0: How would you describe Brenda in three words?
1: Um theatrical meta and dramatic
0: nice let's talk about the origin story of the name
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did it come to be
1: brenda's for a few reasons um one i knew i was going to get back into drag <clears throat> when i got back to new york and then so i was like okay my drag name is going to be brenda a because why the hell not um b i had a persona and a character that i knew like this archetype of this like you know melancholic like middle-class white woman that just, like, worked for the bit. And then also, on, I guess, like, a more um, personal note, I was also wanting to, like, uh, kind of poke fun um, and and explore my own gender nonconformity and transness um, by being like, okay, I'll just make make it the feminized version of my own name. Nice. How long does it...
0: (laughs) How long does it take to...
1: Nice!
0: (laughs) I... (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Someone calls me out. Finally, how long does it take to transform into Brenda?
1: Oh, like my getting ready?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like an hour. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely no makeup artist. Um, it's never been my, my skill set. Um, but yeah, shower, shave, makeup, you know, pick out an outfit, put on the wig, glue it down, X, Y, Z. Do you have any favorite makeup products that you use? Um... NYX Concealer, I use it almost every day, even if I'm not in drag. Um, And I love red lipstick. Like, it's kind of been like a shtick. I just, like, love, like, basic-ass bright red lipstick. Yeah, like, any
0: brand, or are you just going to the CVS and picking out what's... Just
1: honestly, anything. Just bright red lips.
0: Bright red lips. Mm -hmm. That's your brand.
1: That's the brand. There
0: you go. (laughs) What was the first gig and first lip sync you ever performed
1: um the first lip sync i ever performed was in college um i think i think one of the first numbers we did was lady marmalade mm-hmm. as, as most people do um do you
0: remember who you played
1: um yeah um christina okay <laughs> i can see that <laughs> yeah um first gig here was Trichy to dvd
0: yeah that's yeah. a fun little show that's been yeah. going on for a while now mm-hmm. what was that experience like
1: it was great. Actually, interestingly enough, I was billed on the poster because uh, I was like, well, maybe I just do Brendan Germaine and I'm just like, Brendan Germain, who's like a theater performer and drag artist. So the straight, DB, straight to DVD poster that had my name on it was Brendan Germain. Um But we quickly moved away from that. Um, it was great. I've known Shari actually for a number of years mm-hmm. and uh, she was one of my <clears throat> day ones when I got back to New York and being like, I want to get back into drag. Like where should I go? Where do you buy wigs? What do people do? Like, So, aside from Sherry, who else helped you on your
0: drag journey when you first started back in New York?
1: Um, Junior Mint was Mm -hmm. um, a friend who I had immediately made once I started going out to drag shows in Brooklyn. And, yeah, she was one of the first people I was like, I want to get back into drag. And she goes, okay, do it. Yeah. And here we go. To you, what is Brooklyn drag? Um artistic. it's queer um and I think those are the two first things I think of yeah for those who like don't venture
0: out to Brooklyn what what would you say like are some of the big differences if you're going to see a show in Brooklyn compared to something in like Hell's Kitchen or The Village Mm -hmm.
1: um I think it's not commercial drag as we've come to know it um Maybe this is a trope, but I always think of that, like, Manhattan is gay and Brooklyn is queer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a lot more acceptance and diversity in Brooklyn nightlife and in Brooklyn drag, whether it be um, trans, non-binary, drag kings, uh, burlesque, XYZ. I think you get a little bit more exposure to different forms of stage artistry, if you want to call it that, than in Manhattan. Have you been able to perform in Manhattan at all, or is that not Um more not so in, like, a comedy setting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, before I got back into drag, I was doing comedy shows, and, yeah, you know, I've done a couple comedy shows in Manhattan. Um, and I'm interested to get, I'm interested to bring my shtick into the Manhattan scene, and yeah. I don't know, see what happens. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't my first foray into New York City drag.
0: Do you have any favorite venues in Brooklyn that you like to perform at?
1: I think the Rosemont was where i started um so i think it has a special place um and uh, yeah it's really become like a second living room at this
0: point yeah and i feel like there are a lot of artists even up-and-coming artists who make their debut there and
1: yeah months later their household names yeah it was where my first open set was and now we have a show there which is really cool incredible. and full
0: circle well we'll talk about the show shortly but you uh, did a couple competitions in Brooklyn recently. Yeah. Um, and uh, you may have been crowned a winner of one of them.
1: I was, I was crowned Mix Nobody 2019.
0: What, was, what did it feel like to win?
1: It was, it was great, it was such a fun, interesting show, and it's also just really great to be recognized, compensated, rewarded for the work that you put out.
0: For those who weren't there, what, what was it that helped you win? What was your performance?
1: my performance was a um sort of satirized uh version of an ariana grande number um i kind of like walk off of a, i walk on stage as if i finished a show into my dressing room and then i start ranting about the state of nightlife and drag these days and then start a basic ass number um while making fun of the basic ass number <laughs>
0: So you are basically bringing your theatricality into drag, which yeah. is something a lot of people are sometimes afraid to do because at least in the Manhattan scene, it, as you said, it's a commercial drag. You have to do your top 40 and then you do, you're
1: done. You're right. bringing that and turning it on its head. I like that. Right. Well, it's also one of those things too where like, yeah, I can do a, a jump split and, and spin around and cooter slam and whatever. Um, and I can also satirize that same cooter slamming
0: (laughs) yeah what is the biggest takeaway having this title and just competing in this with the people you did
1: it showed me that there's so much art and performance in new york city right now because that's what was really neat was everyone was bringing something different um and i think that's also what i like about the brooklyn specifically competitions is it's it's i guess less competition and more so just showcase um and it's like because they're you know miss bk and and mix nobody are set up very similarly it's like you do you bring a number you perform it whatever is like either the most innovative or you know gag worthy or smart or black xyz um goes on to the final and then it's just a rinse and repeat of the same thing and i like that it's more just um here's what's here right now um and whoever is on top is on top I guess. Did you get any advice from
0: anybody uh, who had previously competed or won that gave you advice for when you were competing?
1: For Mix Nobody? Um, I'm c- close with Pinwheel, and Pinwheel was like a great mentor. Um, and honestly, actually, she was one of the first, she was on that Straight to dvt lineup um, and was one of the first people that I performed with here in Brooklyn. Um, and so she's been someone I've known kind of like through the whole process and been like a good confidant That's good. during it. Mm-hmm.
0: What advice would you have to someone who's going to compete next season? Um,
1: don't be afraid to do the type of performance that scares you.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I like that. Are there any New York City drag queens that you've yet to work
1: with that are on your dream list? Um... I would love to work with Rosera Laguna. I just like, think they're so fun and, and polished and put together and comedic. And um, Laguna and I have been at shows together. We did this like corporate gig together, um, but I really want to perform with her.
0: Yeah, are you can you can you hit those notes like them?
1: I'm a singer, but I'm not am not a beltress. <laughs> no, you're not a <laughs> pop star yet. No, but but let's talk about it for a second. You put out a single i did put out a single let's talk about it um i think that kind of was like a that was for my finale at mixbk and i had been working on music more so when i was doing comedy shows because i think musical comedy was kind of my shtick when i was more in that scene and i was writing a lot of like cabaret numbers very like repurposed musical theater numbers that are just like funny or lewd or you know explicit or whatever um and so i knew that i wanted to kind of live like a especially because it was that $3 bill it was a big production show that i wanted to do like a pop diva moment so yeah i wrote that song got some backup dancers recorded it and was like you know i don't put this on spotify too so then i had a friend who produces tracks for all, like comedy people and we put it together and put it on spotify
0: and what's the reception been since putting it on spotify
1: <laughs> honestly nothing nothing um It's just been good. It was a good kind of like rigmarole process for me um, because I kind of wanted to figure out what what it meant to do that. Um, I really haven't performed it much since that show. A because there isn't really many venues to do. It's a it's it's a nightclub like high pop number. Right. And there's kind of not the shows that I'm doing are are not those types of shows right now. So it's there's no uh, there's no outlet at the moment.
0: So beyond a drag performer, you are very much a content creator. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast singles, roving reporting. What don't you do?
1: Roving reporting.
0: I love that. Well, you
1: did <laughs> do that at the at the Bushwig. Yes, we did. Um, what don't I do? Um, I'm, you know, not a uh, uh, designer. I'm certainly not like someone who's... And I've admitted to myself, I'm not interested in making my own costumes or mm-hmm. learning how to sew. Like, that's just, like, not something that I care to invest in. I mean, Gaga in. doesn't make her own stuff.
0: Right, I exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't care it either. to. <laughs>
1: I don't really care to. Um, I'm working on my makeup skills, but I'm certainly not anywhere near a makeup person. Um... Those are the things, those are the th- the big, the big drag you know, when, things that I'm not interested in. And when it comes in. to like
0: creating content, are there things on the horizon that you're like, okay, I've checked this off, I've checked this off, I want to do this next.
1: I think the next big project for me is a solo show that I'm doing in November. Um, I think as soon as I got back to New York, I knew that I was really interested in hopefully getting into some of the bigger comedy festivals. Mm-hmm. So this show in November um, that I've been like, it's been a year long, kind of like workshopping the material and then you kind of pick out your highlights and put them all together Um, is going to be something that I'm going to get videoed hopefully maybe get a little press for and then you know pay and do the submission process for some of the comedy festivals in the spring nice would be really cool
0: if you could create any show at any venue that's more of a bar show what would it be called where would it be and what would we see
1: I have this show idea that I've had for a little while that I'm kind of it's just sitting on the back burner right now. I really want to do... I'm sure... I mean, I know it's been done before, but there isn't one right now. I really want to do a drag miscast event mm-hmm. um, and get queens doing each other's type of performance. Yeah. Um, so who would you want to do? Who? Who's number... Um, I mean, right now I want all the Brooklyn girls to do it. I want it, like, a big event, at $3 bill. Yeah. Um, and make it, like... Um, you know Read My Lips is there right now but have it be um, like a miscast version so it's just like a big night of people doing each other's types of drag now is it
0: just the number or is it the look as well
1: oh totally it has to be a whole picture
0: alright so who like whose look are you like I would never do that myself but I want to do that for a day
1: ooh um I don't
0: know um See, I, w- I would like to see you in a Sherry Poppins inflatable
1: wig. Oh, I love her latex wigs. Oh, my gosh. When she came up with the one, she got a new one for Pride, and it's, like, this just huge pink, yeah. like, 60s housewife bob. But it's latex! It's, it's so, so
0: good! <laughs> wild. So, yeah, let's talk about some of the current projects that you're working on. Yeah. Um, you got a show coming up?
1: Uh, tomorrow night I'm at Straight Acting, which mm-hmm. is a briefie show at Metro. Um... Tuesday, which has now become a bi-weekly, is myself and Mother Teresa at the Rosemont. Um, her and I doing some sort of spiral <laughs> on stage in two acts. Um, these next couple weeks are, are pretty chill because this past one was was these past month really has been really busy, so how do you
0: put the Brenda stamp on your work?
1: Um A lot of it is my own voiceover. I think that's kind of become the shtick now. Mm -hmm. Um, Is me interjecting and sort of like breaking the fourth wall of either what the drag number is, what the song is, me maybe like, you know, um, being a little like prophetic with what I'm saying and kind of like preaching or something. Um, Sounds like we need to get you and Sterling to do a number together. Well, oh God, I know. She, her T number that I just saw the first Uh week killed me. Because
0: um, that would be a funny number to see you yelling at each other through inner monologue. Yeah. Oh god, that's <laughs> terrifying also. I love it. We're going to play a quick game called This or That. Okay. You get an option. Two things. You pick one. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Call or text?
1: Call. FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime.
0: Alright, alright. Um, I could never FaceTime because I'm always not pretty enough to do that. Or I'm like, hey. that's, the, that's the whole point. Morning or night? Night. Music or podcast? Music, right now. Rock or pop? Pop. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. New York or New Jersey? <laughs> New
1: York. <laughs>
0: Grayscale or rainbow? Grayscale. Blizzard or hurricane?
1: Blizzard, I went to Syracuse.
0: <laughs> dimples or freckles? Dimples, I have dimples. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Vanilla or kinky?
1: Kinky, please. There
0: you go, that's this or that. <laughs> What is your signature number? Um... And how did it become your signature number?
1: I think... I think my signature number, um... That has been just, like, the most fun to perform was the one... I premiered it at Whole Picks, which is Mother Teresa's party (laughs) Uh at the vault. Um... And it's me, um, doing Waiting for Tonight by J-Lo. But I, um pause rewind and fast forward it and comment on it as if it's like a youtube like breaking down the queen okay um video basically um so i like talk over myself i like so i'm performing the number but i'm also like this like um you know outer voice is like commenting on it while um it's happening and then kind of like replaying things um and i think that just kind of encapsulates all that i'm trying to do which is like performing the number while also commenting on the number at the same time. And I think that's definitely Brenda's signature at the moment.
0: Where do you find your inspiration when you create mixes of numbers? Um,
1: Certainly the theater that I grew up on. um, I think the news thing came from uh, realizing that I didn't want to be a journalist, that I wanted to play a journalist. (laughs) But I think a lot of my sensibility doesn't come from comedy, it comes from drama and like seriousness and, um, you know, interpersonal conflict, um, and wit, (laughs) Um, I think those are kind of all like buzz terms (laughs) that I think of.
0: Are you someone who's like, okay, I have an idea, let's, let's eventually do a YouTube series.
1: Would you do something like that? I would do, I mean, I'm, I'm putting more of my videos on YouTube now. Um, or, do, or are you someone who strives for the, having that live audience there? I mean, I love having a live audience. I mean, I'm definitely down the road and long term looking to get back into screen acting and on-camera work. And I love it. Um, a YouTube series, like, in terms of like testimonial, like just sitting in front of the camera or like, what my YouTube series would be, I don't know yet. I could see it happening but I could see it happening <laughs>
0: But and I, I could also see you being so meta having a live audience of like three people just sitting in front of you and yeah. you're doing oh, it oh I would love a talk show yeah <laughs> what, what kind of talk show would, you be, would it be like would it be like Monet Exchanges or would you do like
1: something more serious um I think it'd be a little bit of both I kind of think it'd be like a variety show I think it would be like um the original Rosie I think it would be like well I think it would be like some odd blend of like um, the special with Brett Davis mm-hmm. and um, like a legitimate late night talk show like, because I love people's origin stories I love you know I mean this, this, this is the type of interview that I would do for other people because I like um, you know just learning people's narrative yeah. um, but I would also love to like have that and then it go into some sort of like stupid ass sketch <laughs>
0: <laughs> are there any numbers that get requested of you that you're like stop I'm done I don't want to do this anymore not yet. I'm
1: still new. It's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm, it's it's still early.
0: <laughs> um, are, do you? I don't unfairly get to Brooklyn as much as I'd like to. Do you ever have to do like a drag roulette? Uh, no. Well, you're lucky. <laughs> come come to, come to Queens and or Manhattan. You'll do the drag roulette. And I did
1: drag roulette for Mix Nobody. I should say.
0: What was that like? Is was there any numbers? That you're like, I don't know this. I don't know how to. Totally, and then you're just
1: like. You just perform it. You don't lip sync
0: Mm -hmm. it. One of my my favorites is uh, my dear friend Vanadoo during a drag roulette. um, Didn't know the song, so she decided, well, if I don't know it, I'm going to do yoga. (laughs) Good for her. And it was very, very funny. All right, we're going to play another game. You ready? Yeah. This is called the Cameo Game Show. Do you know Cameo? Cameo, like the... The website. The website, yeah. Yeah. So, if you're not familiar with the website Cameo, you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price. But each celebrity has a different cost. In this game, you have to guess who costs more. Okay. You ready? First off is Stormy Daniels or Omarosa.
1: Stormy Daniels.
0: That's correct. Uh, she is two fifty. dollars uh, 50 Omarosa is $49. Okay. Next, we have Dr. Drew or Jake Yancey. Uh...
1: Yes, Dr. Drew.
0: That's right. Jo- Dr. Drew is a whopping 198 Okay. Jake Yonsei is $12. Cute. Okay. Um, I'm shocked that Jake Yonce is famous enough for a cameo. For a cameo, yeah. Uh, good for him. Um, next we have Teresa Judice or Joe Gorga. I don't know either of those people. Oh, the uh, Real Housewives of oh, New I'm Jersey Oh, I'm not a Housewives person. Okay. Well, Teresa Giudice um, and Joe are siblings. Teresa is $200. Joe is $125. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Landon Cider or Meatball. Meatball. That's correct. Meatball is $50. Landon is 30 Next, we have Felony Dodger or Abora.
1: I like Felony Dodger.
0: No, Felony oh. is $25. Abora is $30. i am sorry, Abora. Next, we have Lucy Stool or Rubber Child. Lucy Stool. Yep. Lucy, $50. Rubber Child, 5
1: Okay. (laughs) It's a
0: deal. Get it while you can. Next, we have Wednesday Westwood or Crystal. Crystal? From uh, From. Drag Race UK. Yeah. Both performed at Pushwig. Yeah. um, I'd say Crystal. $15 for Crystal. Wednesday is $25. Oh, okay. Wait till tomorrow when uh, UK premieres. She'll be more. Yeah. Uh, That fucking performance, though,
1: at... um, Bushwick. Oh, God, I was running around like a mad woman at Bushwick. I probably didn't see it.
0: Oh, my God. She um, did a performance uh, where she basically had metal
1: on her body and sawed it off. You saw, you saw oh, sparks. yes! I did see that. I'm sorry. Was so good. I did see that. Oh, that was so good.
0: Next, we have Janelle Number 5 or D- uh, Dahlia Sin. Dahlia Sin. Yeah, she's $12. Uh, Janelle is only $10. Next is Jan Sport or Rose. Jan Sport. Jansport, $15. Rosé, $20. Oh,
1: good for her. Right?
0: Good for her. And I'm looking on there, and I was like, but where's Laguna? Laguna, we gotta get you on there, please. All right, last one. How much can you get a cameo from Thorgy Thor 4?
1: Thor 50 uh, Right on. Yeah, $50. You I know people's price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How much would your cameo be when you're eventually on there? When I'm eventually on there?
1: Do you have to? Do you have to like start at something. Start, you can, I no, guess you can start at you, anything.
0: No, you base your own prices.
1: Oh. Um. I guess it depends on the video. Is it literally just like a personalized high? Yeah, basically, uh, that's uh, it. I guess I'd start with twenty. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Maybe maybe
0: for Christmas you'll do some cameos for people. That'd be cute. I mean, you are a winner now, so. Right, I'm in such hot demand. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do some tea time. You are going to spill some tea on some of your favorite sisters, performers, ah! friends, people you've met online, people you've shared a stage with, people you may hate. I don't know. We're going to find out everything. You ready?
1: Did I sign an NDI? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we are going to start off with um, a previous guest of mine, Emmy Great.
1: Emmy is a day one for me, honestly. She was the person who gave me like my first open stage and open set and was like and has been a mentor it's like since the beginning honestly and she was like really very helpful with miss B K when i was doing that as well
0: nice yeah she's she's wonderful next is mother teresa
1: <laughs> trash <laughs> trash <laughs> teresa you're trash um hon- i mean honestly my best friend right now um so much to say and nothing to say
0: <laughs> How? What is the working relationship? Because you two seem very, very different.
1: We are very different. I think that's what like makes it work. Um, we live a block away from each other. That's in very Brooklyn. helpful. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, the origin story there is I literally introduced myself at the gym because I saw her um, being loud and obnoxious on Zero, like the shoe brand's Instagram. I was like, aren't you that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the rest is her story nice
0: next we have Adele Computer
1: <laughs> Adele and I um knew each other first through like the comedy collecting the comedy scene collective whatever um and I booked her for actually a couple comedy shows of mine months ago um love that she does original music um she's bananas <laughs>
0: I mean the name alone is just everything everything so smart so smart next we have pinwheel
1: like the something I love that they do is uh, bringing like myself like theatrics and um, and like more um, production performance into drag and nightlife Um, yeah and they're just like a theater weirdo like I am yeah and a
0: pretty incredible designer too if you could commission pinwheel to design a look for you what would it be
1: Oh, I would want, like, very, like, restoration, um, like, something big and Victorian. And yeah. like hoop skirts and... It would be very
0: different for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Next we have Linda Felcher. I
1: love Linda. She's so... She's so odd. <laughs> <laughs> um, her mix nobody... I mean, she's done this number before, but she does, um... I can't even describe it. She's, like, a, like an animatron, um with this plastic mask that she wears, um, just, l- performance art. Performance art to a t- Yeah, You know?
0: Next is, she need this gig. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> um, we've done a couple shows together, and, um, she also does, like, her own voiceover, kind of, like, writes the narrative for her numbers. Um, and I, and I, what I just love is, like, when people lean into their oddity and um their weirdness and she that's the thing is she knows exactly what she's doing which is like the best part
0: yeah i remember one of the very 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 early performances of Shanid from uh polish the queen i was like what is this space creature this is (laughs) fascinating look at this paint wild 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 entertainer though next we have novazar
1: how did i first meet them through miss bk i think um, and actually, I'm doing their brunch that they just started up in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, both winners. Both winners. Um, polish, right? Yeah. Mhm. Um, what a, uh, set of pipes? Yeah. You know.
0: What kind of do du- what duet would the two of you do?
1: Um, well, actually, not so much duet. But what was funny is I did their show production. I just like came and did a number at their open set, um, and we both did um, the Wizard and I not realizing that the two of each each other was going to do The Wizard <laughs> and I. She did it and did it justice by performing it and singing it live and in the original key, mind you. Um, I did My Ex-Husband and I, a spoof version uh-huh, of it. Uh-huh, naturally, um, naturally. And, but I think Which Ex-Husband is this about? This is the third, okay, Bill, there. the most recent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to hear about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that that's what our duet would be. It would be, like, <laughs> her belting her face off and me spoofing whatever the musical theater number is that's funny
0: that that's that there you go there's a new number yeah you're welcome um that one's on the house
1: yeah oh, i thought of it
0: <laughs> i thought of it well i gave permission that's fine <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> kidding <laughs> all right next we have um sherry poppins
1: i love her to death um and just yeah someone who's been like you know done shows with booked her for shows she's booked me for things been a mentor also a really good friend like and such a smart-ass performer. Mm-hmm. She's punk. She is punk and camp and glamour mm-hmm. and coolness. Well, if, if, we, if we talk about Sherry
0: Poppins, we also have to talk about her lover essence.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the uh, epitome of drag, bottom, slut, sexy. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh, and she is
0: proudly a bottom, as we've now seen um, every week at Iconic. Um, mm-hmm.
1: That's how she's articulated her drag, to me. Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I I, am excited for the performance where she wears all of the clothing and keeps it on, and that's the gag.
1: That'd be good. That one she's day, in a one turtleneck day. the entire time. Yeah, because this past
0: week, she was in like an office look, like in as a walk-around look, that's what she wore. And I was like, okay. And then... 15 seconds into the number. Strips it off. She's a stripper. Shocker. It's when I grew up, though, right? It's true. It's (laughs) She is definitely a stripper. Um, Next is another iconic um, darling, Laurel
1: Charleston. I love Laurel. Um, Laurel and I met um, out one night with Teresa. And, um, yeah, just really immediately connected. Um, Such a talented makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And um, conductor orchestra. Here. Yeah. Um, yes. A new friend.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big Laurel fan and, um, I think Laurel should just be nice to us and give like each, us each like a thousand followers. Right. right? Wouldn't that be nice? Sh- yeah. Sh- they don't need them all. They do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Cause they're, they're going to be more famous than I will ever be. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> how, how about another iconic girl? At least Navy dad. Yeah, we did, um,
1: we did a benefit show a few months ago. Um, for the Trevor Project and that was the first time we had done like a photo shoot for it and that was the first time that I met them and then did the show together
0: she's a crazy 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 one yes
1: she is I love how she introduces herself not as like like I love how it's introduced as at least Navy dad and not at mm-hmm. least Navy
0: dad because <laughs> she because she, she reminds everyone she's white yeah <laughs> next is someone who did that same show and a, a good pal of yours Junior Mint
1: I love Junior yeah, day one. Mentor, friend, like, working partner. Um, I'm really excited tonight. They're pref- they're premiering um, a couple music um, oh, and nice. video projects at their at their show. Um, that I was part of a couple of their like music video, like basically they did music videos for the mixes that she's made, um, and so I am the basic ass white woman in one of them. There as you go. I always am. I
0: mean branding. <laughs> you know keep a stamp on it yeah amen. she she they're, they're wonderful they um did a block party once mm. um with uh andy starling and avant garbage um as the guest and blew the entire audience away yeah and when one balloon would pop another one would appear amen <laughs> let's ask you now about core yes what do you think spill some tea
1: what do you got i don't think there's any tea to spill we had um worked together because of bushwig and um I can't remember the first time I met her. Um but nothing I mean just like nothing but supportive for that whole Bushwick process. And I'm excited they're DJing tomorrow at Street Acting. Um,
0: Amazing.
1: And yeah, someone who is just like such a community builder, um and Brooklyn mother. Yes. Speaking of Brooklyn, acid Betty. We had done Miss BK together and <laughs> Just like had good moments bantering on the mic because there's like a question portion right um, And yeah I love I love the show that her and, uh, and a lot put together. Um, they really like what I like is that they give production to the show um, and like want you know the artists that are competing to have like a proper stage and audience and, and whole show which is. Yeah. Great. And finally, we're gonna lump them together but the Nobodies. newest favorite people. Um, I think like we all have like such like similar, like I I like to, I've always liked to call like my drag smart trash. And I think that they're, (laughs) (laughs) they're very that as well. Um, the competition, I just like love that they like leave it as an open door for any and all. And we just did a show together. They do that. They have their party at the, at the vault. Mm -hmm. And, um, the i mean i think the crowning moment was when when we were, do, were thinking of drag roulettes we actually did a drag roulette at that um and Berica, takes out her pad puts lipstick onto the pad and start and the pad starts lip syncing <laughs> during the drag roulette
0: yeah that that's that was art. such that's, a good moment that's oh my what God. i want to see in a drag roulette yeah. sometimes i don't want to know that you know the words i want to yeah. see what you can do when you don't know the words yeah what was your experience at Bushwick like? Because not only were you, busy. um, performing, you were roving reporter. Yeah.
1: Um, it was a lot of work. Um, just long days. Cause I had to be there right from the beginning to right to the end. Um, and you want to get everything cause you want to get, um, A, I wanted to, you know, have my own moments and do my own bits. Um, but you also wanted to get the performers. We had like a couple sponsors. We had to do like stuff for Kettle One and Lyft, um, thank God that extended release Adderall exists <laughs> um, because that's what saved me. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you someone who like tracks how many steps you take in a day? No. Oh, so you don't know how many steps no. you took.
1: I'm sure in those little kitten heels that I had on, I was twenty thousand. logging, maybe. logging yeah. them in.
0: We have shows like Dragula where they push their contestants. Sometimes it's a little fabricated because it's TV, but we also get to see what their limits are and what, how far they will go. How far will you go for drag? How do you mean? Just
1: what, what would your drag limits be? Um, I guess the limits is that I, I, I've come into it never intending to like have it be my full time career. Um, you know, I'm also an actor and a Mm -hmm. writer and, um, so drag and Brenda is, is like a, a launching point into, um more media things and i but i've always wanted to be a part of um my work especially gender expression and queerness and xyz um but yeah i think the limits is it's not going to be my full-time thing
0: why is drag important to our community
1: um i think it's just the way in which it's it's an avenue for queer performance um it's a satire on straight culture um and it's just a celebration and it's fun. Yeah. I, I really admire what you do
0: on social media because you are someone who is fun, engaging, and it's exciting to watch your stories and your the videos you post and everything. Thank you. How
1: important is social media in the scene today? It's really important, fortunately or unfortunately. I mean, it's like, you know, in, in not just this scene, but in anything right now, it's like a way to access your audience at any given time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if if Queens didn't have Instagram right now, like, where would we be?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's and, and, like, I know I catch myself trying to be like, no, don't look at how many likes you have. It really doesn't matter. Maybe this person just missed it today or, or the algorithm pushed it away. Right. But we, we take social media so seriously.
1: And that's why and, I appreciate part, about what you
0: do is yeah, and partly you so. mock it, too.
1: I mean, yeah, you have to. I mean, the, the thing is, is, like, yes, I think about that, too, is... um. You know, I'm going to put out content because at the end of the day, like, the artist works for themselves, not for anyone else. Right. Um, and I'm content when I have it out in the world, not, like, not doing it because I don't think it's going to get a lot of likes. Right. Um, but that's what's tough, is because that's how people get opportunities, that's how people get gigs, and um, communicate and share their work, and right. yeah, it's a, a double-edged sword. It's true. Besides
0: writing... And acting and doing drag. What do you do in your time off?
1: Um I'm a reader. Um I'm a yoga person. Um coffee addict.
0: hmm <laughs> How do you take your coffee?
1: Black always. Oh okay. I'm an espresso girl.
0: Alright, alright. If you were on that drag race television program. <laughs>
1: I like I like that terminology around mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that drag race television program
0: it is that because ugh. that could be a tangent which, on
1: its which preface I will never be on
0: <laughs> well if you were to be on the show like that what would your smash game character be uh, I feel like you would do something like so either out there or so classic
1: um, who did Susie Orman I've done a Susie Orman number uh, Katya yeah, I feel like I would do a Susie Orman. I can see that, yeah. Um Maybe I do share. Um But I also think a snatch game for me would be if you know the um do you know Miranda Sings? Oh of course. Yeah, I think she would be a snatch game if like people... but if, if you We know, were Cher. very
0: we were very close to getting a Miranda Sings this season. Were we? Mm-hmm. Uh Ariel Versace, that was her character. Because mm. she she got eliminated. mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Miranda things. Yeah, I, 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 I did not get to, to see her in Waitress, and I'm bummed. I didn't either. It's okay. I'm sure she'll be back.
1: I want her to do more Miranda shows. I mean, she's out in Los Angeles now right? again, and as she's... a baby and everything. Did
0: you Did you watch the uh, Netflix series? No, I didn't. It's something. Is it? It's really good. If you enjoy her comedy, mm-hmm. if you don't enjoy her comedy, it's really good if you're stoned.
1: Okay. Because she used to do live shows. She used to do mm-hmm. this, like, yeah. Birdland show back when I right. was in high school.
0: Yeah, I think she needs to come back to it, but she, she, she also has a baby now. Yeah. She's a mama. All right, so you've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching? What am I watching?
1: Um, probably? I feel like I'm watching, like, Uh, because I used to be like a big Discovery Channel person when I was younger like how it's made or like you know like um, history shows and I feel like that's what I'm watching like some like history of Niagara Falls construction I don't know (laughs) okay um, or I'm watching like gay YouTube series like I feel like I'm falling down and I'm like watching like Brian Jordan Alvarez's show or something nice
0: if you had to pick one New York City drag queen to be your partner on The Amazing Race yeah who would it be
1: <laughs> I mean obviously first choices have to do Teresa um, I feel like that would be good TV that would be such good television um, yeah I think that we would take over the world <laughs> yeah and
0: um, and we are and we pro- are building and an, we are building an empire probably get banned from a lot of countries yeah we will
1: for our content um, you can't <laughs> say faggot on the air can we say faggot here <laughs>
0: absolutely um, I know everybody loves Halloween I'm not the biggest Halloween person. So I want to know what your least favorite thing about Halloween is.
1: That it's mask gays excuse to do drag and that's the only time that they do it. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Over, under, uh, a hundred new
0: baby queens are born this Halloween.
1: Oh. Like in New York City? In New York City. I think under, there's not that
0: many people. (laughs) Yeah, who knows I, I just love uh, every year a year later to be like oh it's your drag birthday yeah hmm. <laughs> okay we're gonna do the pop five rapid Fiver- fire where I'm gonna give you five pop pop, pop, pop five, five rapid, rapid fire. fire okay so I'm gonna give you five pop culture things newsworthy items and you're gonna give the first word phrase story whatever you wanna talk about oh like thing. free association mm-hmm. okay first is it chapter two scary have you seen it no I'm not a horror person me either I don't. I feel like I will be a horror person if I were like dating someone who was a horror fan. I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll watch it. Otherwise, not not by choice. I could see that. Yeah. Not by choice. Number two is the Masked Singer. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's a good one. So it's a reality show that was originally based in Korea, where they have celebrities wear these giant weird costumes and sing a song, and they have a panel of. Uh, they're not really judges. A panel of people um, who have to guess who the person is. And each week someone gets eliminated and they unmask well, that's it. Cool. Um, but the second season is currently on in America on Fox. And it's pretty damn good. Okay. Okay. It's good It's good stuff. Uh, the panel is Nicole Scherzinger, Robin Thicke. Um, I'm not a huge reality show person. Dr. Ken and uh, Jenny McCarthy. That's okay. That's interesting. I'm a huge reality TV person. Sounds like that's it. It's, it's, <laughs>
1: it's
0: okay. Next is... Donald Trump and the Great and the Giant Impeachment
1: Um, hope so
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like every day um, more shit happens and at the time of this recording um, he's still there but everyone's gonna get go down with the ship (laughs) he's he's like if I'm going down like fuck y'all too yeah I'm just also enjoying it because like I don't think he really realizes that if he goes down and he keeps placing blame on Mike Pence who next in line would be and that's exciting, because it's Nancy Pelosi. Right. And he's an idiot and doesn't realize that. Moron. It's okay. Number four is TikTok. Uh, haven't used. That's surprising.
1: Yeah, I know. Would you use it if? Um, potentially. I mean, I did you use Vine when I didn't. I love. Oops, sorry. Um, I loved Vine, but I never used it. Um. I guess I could see myself using Tik. I don't know.
0: Try it out. I should try What's it out. It's the worst that could happen. Yeah.
1: You get addicted to it. Right. <laughs> Just another app. Another app.
0: Uh, and number five is Hocus Pocus. Ugh.
1: Canon. Mm hmm. True queer canon. Which Sanderson
0: sister are you? Oh, Bette Midler. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I could, I could see you as Sarah
1: Jessica Parker. Well, I'm Carrie, but I'm not oh. Sarah Jessica Parker in that movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Too young. Too, too right? youthful. Uh huh. All right. Okay.
1: Well, too. No personality in
0: that movie. She has personality on the other time. Ah! Ah! Well, she's gonna be back on Broadway. You can go see her. In what? Um, I don't remember the show, but her and Matthew Broderick are doing a show together. I didn't know that. Yeah, Save their magic maybe. (laughs) How to succeed? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) So I have my fans ask me questions. I only got one question for you, but this is the classic question from the dear Miss Pussy Willow. Yeah. What New York City drag queen would you kai kai with? Kai kai with, um.
1: Uh Oh, like, like anyone, like someone who I've already known? Sure. Baby Love. All right, there you Baby go. Baby Love and Teresa are my Kai Kai sisters. There you
0: go. So I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question, and this is a question from Jim Silvestri. Okay. If you could be any animal, what would you be?
1: Um, A penguin. A penguin, okay. Yeah, that was like my favorite animal growing up. Um. So you must be a huge fan of Happy Feet. Um, I was a March of the Penguins fan. Like, oh, I fucking okay. loved okay. that yeah. documentary. Like, watched it so many times, cried every single time. Um, I don't know what it is. They're just, like, so dopey. And, like, then seeing, like, humans next to them and them just being, like, these little, like, waddly, noble birds, like, just, like, walking around in the fucking tundra.
0: I can, maybe this is your winter number. You're doing a number with a penguin.
1: Yeah. Maybe I do a tap number to Happy Feet.
0: Yeah. There you go oh wow I thought of it not you,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you bring all ulcer yeah <laughs> alright now it's your turn to ask my next guest question
1: oh okay it can be about um, anything you want okay um, what's I, I, I was thinking of this earlier but you know what scares you the most about drag
0: oh I love that I like that
1: well where can we find you on social media you can find me on Instagram and on Venmo uh, the same one. Uh, it's Brendan Brenda. That's Brenda twice with an N once and an underscore because we are working on branding.
0: There you go. Well, this was a pleasure having you on. Thank thanks you for so doing much. this. Thank you so much. A big thanks to Brenda for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me what your favorite episode has been so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block and that was Block Talk. Thank you.